Friday, you are listening to 88.7 WLUW Radio 1 Chicago here with Shyest Love. We got Demo in the building. What's going on, sir? What's up, homie? How you doing, bro? I am amazing. I was looking for you a couple of seconds ago. I was like, what? I know, man. I, I think I got this Lexia. I told the Uber driver 62 East and he almost drove into the lake. You know, He <laughs> might have it. He might have it. We're not going to put that on you. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad you definitely came in. Yeah. Uh, so, for those who are not familiar with you, Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, um, my name's Demo Ramirez. I'm a Mexican hip-hop artist. I come from Little Village, Southside Chicago. What up? Uh, yeah, I've been making music since I was about 10 years old, man. You know, in the neighborhood, just freestyling for the guys in the corner, you know, doing regular stuff. I know it sounds kind of cliche with the whole... That's that New York. Yeah, it's a New York. <laughs> I was, was in Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jada yeah. Kiss right there. I didn't even know at the time. Yeah, Jada <laughs> Kiss came out the store and gave me that when he heard me spit. Nah, but it was just, you know, just a kid. And then, you know, started being good at it. Next thing you know, started performing, started touring. Now I'm here with you guys. That's what's up, man. Now you said you did that at 10. Um, for the fans, how old are you now? I'm actually 20. Now I'm 27 years old. 27? Yeah. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So you're definitely... Uh, you know, at a point to where you've made some mistakes, you've learned from them, um, which is an amazing thing in hip hop. I feel like uh, when you are in a position where you have learned from your mistakes, it makes your lyrics so much better, bro. Yeah, so yeah, much yeah. better. You got content out the content now. You ready? Yeah, exactly. I had to. I had to get taken off a lot of songs. B. <laughs> he's he's not ready. <laughs> yeah, you know. So then I had to get. I had to get good, man. You know, sometimes you know when you go to a show and perform, it you take it takes that DJ to be like, "Yo, man, you suck." I was like 17 years old, not knowing how to hold the mic. And then little by little, you start meeting people and you start popping in a way. Mm-hmm. That's, That's how what it works. Talking about. Now, with Chicago being so big, tell us about growing up. You said Little Village, right? Yes, sir. Tell us about what part of Little Village and how did that mold you into the artist that you are now? Well, I grew up in uh, like Pulaski and like Cermak area. You know, it's like, you know, two gangs, folks, peoples, you know, stuff like that. But I went to a... Uh, I went to school in a area where it was just uh, Latin Kings, but I lived where the opposite gang was. So well, what happened is I would walk home from school, and you know I would see a lot of stuff. But since I crossed the borderline of the game boundaries, you know, like I was exposed to a lot of bit more pressure to join a gang or to do, or to do something about certain things that happened. You know, a guy somebody tags and somebody says, "Hey, who tagged?" And then you have to tell them because you're the shorty, you're the kid out there that lives in the neighborhood. But I started doing hip hop when I was in uh, grammar school. I remember. Uh, my one of my best friends, uh, shout out to Check. Uh, he uh, he brought this piece of paper to the school dance, and everybody was surrounding him. I was like in fifth grade, and he's like, I'm "Like, what's that?" He's like, "It's my first rap." I'm like, "What? Let me read it." So we all were reading raps at this point before performing them, and uh, he's like, "Rap it to that beat." And I think it was that uh, uh, Joe Budden, "Pump It Up" or something. Like, shout out <laughs> Joe Budden, "Pump It Up." <laughs> yeah, that's when the first time I was like, "Yo, I think I could do this." And then I went back myself, started rapping. And then it was like me walking home from school with my friends, and they're like, hey, rap about this, rap about that, rap about this. And then that's when it's like, I guess the skills started developing. And then the older heads, OGs, like, you know, started like, hey, what are you doing, little kid? Like, oh, I'm rapping. Hey, rap about this, rap about that. And then that's how the word of mouth came along. And then, you know, I started enjoying it myself. Like, instead of just doing it for fun, I started using it to vent. You know, like, I was at home, like, going through stuff. You know, parents were divorced and, you know, gang stuff, losing friends. And I was like, man, you know, like, I need to. It was either the violence or either this. And, you know, at the, at the time where it was both, the thing that stood out the most that gave me the best feeling ever was the rapping. So I just kept sticking to it. And I feel like more like it was like the influence of like having p- me saying something that was real and seeing somebody react to it is what made my art go that turn instead of just being superficial. Because mm. I would like state like I was like I was a historian, you know, like 
oh, when you know when this guy got shot, they used the thirty eight, and somebody be like, damn, that's deep. You know, how did you know? Description. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that that became my style, like storytelling type stuff. You know, like very vivid. If I, you know, like if I spit for you something about what I've been through, you're probably gonna feel it. That's that's the message that I want to bring across. That is, which is funny. That was actually going to be my next question after we listen to one of your songs because for most artists, they just make music just to make it. Right. But from listening to you, you're making music for different reasons. You're venting. You're just something that's natural. It just, it just yeah. comes out. You know what I mean? So that was definitely going to be one of my questions. What do you want your fans to, to get out of your music? You ain't got to answer now. I got you. But that's definitely something we're going to get into later because at the end of the day, I think that's really important when people want to get to know you. Yeah. What do they want to get from your music? You know what I mean? Because me, I love storytelling. You know what I mean? I love being in a place where you literally forget what time it is, what day it is. You're just listening to the music. You just, I'm visualizing everything that you're saying to me. Exactly. Yeah. I know. So I love that. You know what I mean? So definitely, definitely. So what, uh, growing up in that part of Chicago, um, being, you know, you know, over a decade in, what would you say, how, what, what artists or what, what type of uh, Chicago musicians and, and artists have shaped your music, would you say? I would say, like, uh, I would say Juice, first of all, you know, like, when he beat Eminem, I've heard that. Eminem, mm. I, Eminem was my favorite rapper, and then I heard somebody say, Juice beat Eminem, like, who's Juice? And then, boom, 100% Juice just ruined my mind. And then, uh, I thought he was the best rapper alive, and then I heard uh, my, uh, my sister was dating Philip Morris. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Waffle mm-hmm. Gang, Audacity, and them cats, uh, the Tony Baines. And then I was hearing them. And I was like, damn, this is dope. And then Cypher Bullies with Doomsday. Doomsday's in uh, Seven Odds. And it's like, no meaning, like a lot of little like Chicago cats at a very young age when I was like not even supposed to tell them I rap. And um, I was like listening to them. And I could tell that their diction, the way that their diction, the way they were spit, it was like so like direct. Like they would pronounce their T's. They would pronounce everything right. According, like, uh, in comparison to like how New York or like, uh, let's say a big pun would pronounce it, you know, and then like, like it was so much faster. But I felt like Chicago was just like flowing in the middle, and then Kanye came out and just blew my mind. Like, oh, Kanye. well, young Kanye, real Kanye. I don't know what happened to this Kanye. No, we gon' we gonna talk about that later. I see Gabe's face. We gonna talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely. So, one, I'm enjoying this interview, but I want to get. For the people who don't know anything about you, have never heard your music, I want to give them a taste of just something about your storytelling. You know, you know how you. So, introduce me to this first song that we're going to be playing. Uh, I got that song called Vilson. That's a good description of what we're going through. It's with uh, my friend Emerge One from Pilsen. Uh, it's really like Spanglish. Like, is the people call it Chicano sound? But I don't think like it, when people label like sublabel hip hop, I think that takes away from it. It's just hip hop. It's just you know, just call it hip hop, and then. You know, understand that if you like separate, like you know, it's like how they say, uh, well, when you're not integrating, you're separating, or something like that. It's like if you, if if you just call it hip hop, you're just supposed to describe your reality, and that's what hip hop is it's about being you. So I was just like, I added some Spanglish in there, and you know, it's like you know, just talking about growing up in the hood, like you know, it's like this is what I see, so I want you to understand this. That's what Vilson is. It's a combination of Illville and Pilsen, Little Village and Pilsen. So you got these fancy names. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. You might need to trademark that. <laughs> all, right. Let's, all right, let's do it. Let's play it. Let's play it. Little Village and Pilsen. Yeah. Emerge one and demo. Uh, we straight from the ghetto. Look. 
1826, when you feel the hollow tip. Deck the man, I make them swallow quick. Welcome to the south, where these about they Where you wrong, you'll see what about a whiz cracked open. I'm still hoping. Don't you around, get your back broken. No slow motion, they shooting fast. Blah, 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 man, you better stash. Cause I remember running wild as a little vato. I grew up, see my trying to beat their castles. 25 alive, cause they homies on the pasto. Pilsen Little Village, man, this is what the South do. I said Pilsen Little Village, man, we're known as Calleheros. All we know is also like the corner of El Otero. Always moving around like I am the Paletero. 1826, all you see is the gangueros. Pilsen Little Village, man, we're known as Calleheros. All we know is also like the corner of El Otero. Always moving around like I am the Paletero. 1826, Become your only idols when the flame bangs, sending you to your rivals. Dying in the ambulance, you're dead upon arrival. My people always working on these deadly avenues. Be careful what you're passing through, thugs always flagging you. Raise around on ghetto, steady learning from the screw ups. That's the way we live, homie. This is how we grew up. Pilsen Little Village, man, we're known as Calleheros. All we know is also like the corner El Otero. Always moving around like I am the Valadero. 1826, all you see is the gangueros. Pilsen Little Village, man, we know. Known as Calleheros, all we know is also like the corner El Otero. Always moving around like I am the Paletero. 1826, all you see is the gangueros. All right, now. I see exactly what you mean. WLUW 88.7 Radio 1 Chicago. We are here with Demo. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? So man. nervous. Come on, now you're not nervous, brother. <laughs> not nervous. Let's. Got his videographer next to him with the with the Air Jordan on. Come on now. We not nervous out here. Right. We laughing. We having a good time. All right. So do me a favor. Tell me about the song we just heard. Yeah. Uh yeah, this beat is from my boy DJ Quality. He's from the from the neighborhood too. He's been making He's from the same hood, wasn't he? Yeah, he's from ah. the same hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like um, I remember like trying to make a group and like, you know, like a doing a Wu Tang thing, you know, like a whole support group. Like we were like seven Latino cats. I was the youngest out of all of them. So we were doing an album. It was sound like a Wu-Tang mixtape, but DJ Quality made all our beats. This is one of the beats that was like left over from like 2013. I recorded this song like three years ago, but I didn't have the guts to drop it. You know, it's like, I don't know. I think it's about being an artist. You just like, ugh, like doubt everything until you like, okay, just you get somebody to yell at you. Just put it out, man. Put it out. And I did. And then I got a lot of good response from it. Well, like this is the second part to a, to a song we dropped in 2012. And it was really cool because like back... Like, in my early ages growing up, we didn't really like Pilsen being from Little Village. Like, we're like, man, F Pilsen, we're better because we were like comparing the Latino communities. And then we didn't like them because we started saying that a lot, of, a lot of white people started going there. Like, too many white people around there. And at the end of the day, like, we just didn't really get along with the, it was like, you know, crossing Western, it was like, nah, I'm good. I'm staying between Kedzie and Pulaski, 31st Cermak. I don't need no other hood. And uh, I don't know, this young cat emerged. I just ran into, I kept running into him at shows. Like, we didn't even know each other. I just kept running into him. I was like, Hey, bro, do you want to do a song one day? He's like, well, I'm done. And then we just did the song, and then everybody just assumed that we were boys and that we were growing up and decided to make this big plan about uniting Little Village and Pilsen. That wasn't the idea. The idea was just to make a dope song. 
and okay. and it see what music does. Yeah, and then it was like I felt like it was responsibility in a way just to continue to, you know, you had the little shorties coming up, and then like the kids like, hey, bro, I saw your YouTube video. I was like, what? You know, like little things in the neighborhood, like it started going viral. The aldermen started like, oh, hey, good stuff, guys. Like the community pages, like, hey, good stuff. Started getting invited to like turkey bowls and like like peace ceremonies and stuff. Like, uh, what's that called? The uh, ceasefire and all those things. Like community events started inviting us. I'm like, man, you know what? I think. Identity is very important, and I feel like the youth doesn't really understand that For they sure. need to know who they are and they be proud of where you're from. And that's really what the song is about. Just, you know what I mean? This is what you're going through. Don't, you know what I mean? Don't, don't buckle down. This is what it is. A lot of us go through it. Keep going. Be great, basically. Now tell us about this sample. Which one? You know what I'm talking about. Oh. You, you, <laughs> hold on, me. Put them up. You know what I'm talking about. I hear Gabe yelling in the other room. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The, the Queen sample. Yeah, well, that's my producer. Like, uh, I joined Beatles Studios. Uh, it's, a, it's a sound team. It's like, a, basically, it's this one producer named Bug, right? He's uh, been working in Pilsen since I was a baby, I guess. And uh, he was a DJ at first. Met a lot of people. So he started doing beats for uh, uh, psychodrama, crucial conflict type of people. You know, for never, you know, one by just single, singular, AK, one by one, not as a whole unit. You know, just, hey, boy, I got a... I got a studio and I got a free beat for you. They never said no. So uh, one, I guess he started looking into getting artists. And one day he pulls me aside. He's like, yo, uh, I like your style. I was like 20. He's like, I want you to I want to help mold your style. I want to uh, teach you how to studio etiquette. Instead of, instead of being the best rapper in, in the neighborhood, I'm going to show you how to be a real good artist. Just give me some time. For sure. I show up and he gives me that beat. Dun, 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 the Queen sample on the, my EP, the demography EP. He's like, yeah, I want you to just come with it. This and that, and out of nowhere, he's like, "I got a surprise for you." And at the end, he just scratches. Uh, he gets DJ Han Solo to, to scratch that Queen sample. That what's, I don't, I can't even say it. What is it? Something about boy, you're gonna be a man. You're gonna be the big man someday. Something like that. I heard it, and I was like, "Yeah, he's we gonna have this discussion." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was mostly like a surprise for me from my de- from my producer. Like my producer, it's like that skeletons. You get skeletons at first, and this is all you're gonna get before you don't get a chance to leak it. Try your best. And that's how I come out, and then the finished project was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. What the hell? What, what happened here? Because <laughs> we heard that we was like, does he know Queen? I yeah. Like, I know Queen. Wait a the Eagles, the Doors, all of that old school stuff. You know, like, uh, especially like making my first record. Like, uh, these cats are old school. They made me go through vinyl records, pick out this sample, write down the sample. Uh, like, this is what's just like, like how you're supposed to do it, I guess, in the beginning. And then they made me they made me uh, look up like documentaries on making of albums and I seen that Ice Cube's America's Most Wanted he started the same thing with uh with the uh, Bomb Squad they yeah. they took him to a factory in New Jersey to like pick out some samples same way they did me they, they made me pick out the sample now we're going unfortunately we are, r- are running out of time but from everything that we've heard so far from the conversation from from just interviewing you, one I can understand and see where you come from and actually believe your music. Like it sounds like a, oh, you, know, you hear some man. people and it's like, I don't know if he's living that type. Of, <laughs> yeah, you I feel know. you. But uh, I want to play this second song for the people. Yeah. And before I play that song, I want to know what you want them to get from your music. Uh, just to, just be inspired, you know, like always, like always look forward. Sometimes like, you know, being negative and being in a bad environment will never let you arise to be a better person. So I think it more is like just find a way to inspire, be nice to somebody and, you know, just be, be great. You know, be proud of who you are and make everybody around you proud. And that's how you be great. 
As long as you're great, you can't never be weak. So, you know, just keep it Come strong. Come on now. Say that twice. Say it twice. <laughs> as long as you're great, you can never be weak. Never be weak. All right, man. Introduce me to the second song we're going to play. It's called Suit of Armor. Same theme from the EP featuring Fatal Flows. This is just bars, so I hope you guys like it. We going on the bars. Suit of Armor. WLUW. Here with Demo. We appreciate you coming in. You got to come back. You got to come back. Definitely. For an interview. Yeah. New music. Let's get yes, it. Yes, sir. All right, all right. We not. Oh, sorry. Hey, we should turn that up. Uh, he should come back and do the hip hop cipher with us. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. He should come back and do the cipher. Definitely down, man. I was. I'm down for the gauntlet. Definitely need posting a little bit of gin here. Oh, I need you. Thank you know what I'm you. talking about? Yeah. You get a bridge the gap. <laughs> Let's do it. W L U W Radio One Chicago. Let's do it.